touchdown like a running back. With my niggas don't know how to act. Yeah, we out here in these streets getting loose. Cause my niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got that oh no, wait a minute. Cause my niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got that oh no, wait a minute. Cause my niggas got the juice. out here recalculating our lives surviving a pandemic <laughs> you know almost dawn of dead type of situation man say can go outside a- outside was it safe i didn't even go outside and still caught that shit yeah <laughs> it was crazy it was um really 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 bad for you it was especially for it, especially for somebody that like hardly ever gets sick it was just i'm still tired <laughs> Dang. I got this shit in January and I'm still like I just be having, having my effects. moments. Mm-hmm. The effects still lingering. It still lingers. I got me some CMOS though, so it's been So what are like the exact benefits for CMOS? I saw somebody say that CMOS is supposed to give you energy though. It's supposed to give you energy. It's supposed to give, provide you with ninety two essential vitamins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they said it's supposed to be the purple CMOS. Not the, the the clear white looking right. Oh, okay. The purple sea moss. So you, so how are you supposed to get the purple? Um, you get you it get from, from the same place you get the clear one from because <laughs> I ain't seen nobody promote the purple color. Just people, I guess people make it, uh, okay. or whatever. Yeah, but my plug, shout out to my plug because they hooked me up. I got the purple moss, and I when I tell to go you, through your plug, I was up for two days. <laughs> Okay, so you're who I saw on social media said, what's in this CMOS? I've been up for two days. Yes. Okay, so I was, I was like, two I saw somebody say something about energy. It gave them a lot of energy. It was you. Look, backstory. <laughs> I was literally like falling asleep at work or whatever. Yeah, your body was that worn out. Yeah, I was just like tired. And even though I'm still like taking my daily vitamins, mm-hmm. it's like not enough to touch, to scratch that Whatever COVID done, it's like not enough to scratch the surface. So I would be like super tired, just that fall asleep. Crazy. I took that sea moss the, the moment I so got sea it. Sea moss is like crack. Sea moss is like crack. I've been watching Snowfall, so I was coming to see. I'm comparing it to Snowfall. Look, the moment I, t- I took it late in the day, because they didn't tell me, like, take it in the morning. Oh, with well, the time she's supposed to take yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't tell me the time I was supposed to take it. So I took it that evening that I got it and I couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> I was up like sometimes she I laid don't even down. Know. It, it was like it zapped me back up and I, I popped up. I'm like, what? I'm up, up. Like and I was energized. So I was up and say I ain't felt like myself in a long time. So I was happy to be like <laughs> feeling some Any type, type of, of energy. Yeah. But then the next day I had to work. <laughs> 
So I'm like, damn, I need to go to sleep. Because <laughs> these folks show enough in a time. But I was I was able to work through the day. And then that, and I took some more mm-hmm. that morning. Mm-hmm. And then that night when I went to lay down, it was like my body was just amped up. So even even by you taking it early in the day, mm-hmm. by the nightfall, it still was energizing? I was still energized. Wow. So it really yep. don't matter what time of the day you take it. I was like, was it, but was it easier to fall asleep that time than it was the previous it was. when you took it later? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you kind of let was. it let it wear off a little bit. And I actually got, because I would go to sleep, like even though I was sleeping a lot, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes like your body be like restless, even though you're getting yeah. sleep, but it don't feel like you're getting enough sleep. Yeah. That's how I was feeling. But that night I went to bed, I got good sleep. Mm. Like, my body wasn't Dude, restless. So, your body was finally able to actually rest. Yeah. It was probably just knowing way too much and you couldn't fully just... I was like, yeah, this was up. I see my sister was up. I ain't gonna even lie. I like this. Whatever they, whatever, it, it, it does what it's supposed it to does. do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, COVID, COVID took down a lot of people. I, I think I've been fortunate enough not to be affected. Right, and yeah. with your profession, like, that's, that's the a thing. That's a huge blessing. You know, I want to say shout out to um, my airlines for allowing me to take a leave, because <laughs> I did take that leave. But um, yeah, with my line of work, and then on the flip side, you know, my boyfriend had it, mm-hmm. and he had it twice. Dang. So just so happened, the second time was nowhere near the first time. I mean, the first time. Of course, he got it around uh, Valentine's Day 2020. Mm-hmm. So, at that time, we didn't really know what COVID was. Right. So, we kind of just blew it off as the flu. And, you know, but I remember him saying, like, it felt different because he don't remember the, he had the flu before right. years ago, but mm-hmm. he said, I don't remember it taking me down like that. He's like, he kept just thinking like, thank you. Like my elderly person. You remember one of our mutual friends was on there. He was like, man, this, what is this? This can't be the same. Flu. Yes. And we kept like, man, bro, go get checked. Yes. Like, yes. And that's a lot of people getting sick around. That that's, time. that's exactly what it was. I mean, the first time he was, he wasn't down that long. Um, but he still had like some effects that last Mm -hmm. the second time he got it over the summer when we were coming back from, um, Colorado Mm -hmm. and, uh, he woke up just sick that morning and that was a day we pulled the drive back and he was just sick, but it didn't, um, last as long as it did the first time. Actually this time it only lasts a few days, like being that sick uh-huh. but he did lose his sense of smell and taste again and that oh, wow. took almost a month to come back to fully come back wow yeah i i didn't lose like my sense of taste or okay. smell it just felt like you got hit my body was going through a detox like i my body was fighting like a withdrawal no 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 like mm-hmm. you know um like a stomach bug, like a flu. Oh, okay. Like, you know, when you um, your body's getting rid of something. Okay. That's how I felt. Like, I knew my body was fighting something. Yeah. But I was looking at my symptoms, and I'm looking at the COVID symptoms. I'm like... And it's not matching? It's not matching. Like, I don't I don't have a respiratory infection. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Yeah. But, though, you know, 
my body going through the detox path mm-hmm. or whatever the pathways. It's like I know when my body's fighting something. Right. You can, tell. you can tell how tired you feel, mm-hmm. like your body is worn out. Like it's right. really there's something in my body and my body's trying to get rid of and it's having a hard time getting rid of right. it. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Like I think I had fever like the first day. And then the second day, I was just nauseated. Oh, I was just. Like, I remember you telling me how sick you like, felt, oh, like my. as far as like being nauseous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, it was just sleep from there. Just that's crazy. Sleep, 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 sleep. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Like for me, I, I almost want to get like my antibodies tested because I feel like I may be asymptomatic because I've been in too many close contacts to like just be immune Mm -hmm. and if I am thank God but I really just feel like I've just never had symptoms Mm -hmm. Uh, my aunt and uncle got it um, last summer Mm -hmm. June July last summer and uh, my uncle had it first and it took him down but when but my aunt got sick right after him, mm-hmm. and it took her down even worse. And she really had respiratory problems. Oh wow! When um when uh when she was sick, they they end up quarantined with each other, or whatever. And like their kids, you mm-hmm. know, um, they had two college students that were home from the you know that were home, and so um they end up putting them off in hotels, their oh, kids wow. off in hotels. So mm-hmm. they just won't be at the house and they just quarantine. And, um, I didn't talk to my aunt much except for like text messages. Like she'll send group text messages, you know, mm-hmm. but when she got over it, when she got better and she's tested negative and she started talking about it and she was just saying how it was the worst experience yeah, she, she ever had. Feel. She's like, she was like the fact that she just couldn't breathe was traumatizing. I can't, I can't even imagine. She's like, she would just wake up and just <gasps> like, can't yeah, catch can't a breath. Breathe. And I think that's the worst. I think that would just send me into a panic. Yeah. I might, I might end up dying for a panic attack just off of the fact that I feel like I can't breathe. I think by three, day three, like my hands and my feet just felt numb, like frostbite. What? Yeah, that's what made me go to the hospital. Cause I'm like, what is this? Like it just, it felt weird. Like, it was weird. That's crazy. It was really weird. So what did they say when you went went to the hospital? Yeah, they tested me for COVID. Yeah, but like, did did they say anything? It was a symptom. You remember when they first, when COVID first came about, and they were saying something about like your legs, like you'll feel. Some people stopped, had to learn how to walk again. You remember those oh, stories? Oh, like, like they had to do like therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like physical so it, therapy. Yeah. Cause it's some, I guess. Some, Hit the muscles or your something? Nerve the nerves. Or some, your okay. nervous system. So I was like, oh my God. That's so, crazy. But. My, so you're just one of the ones, the, the rare ones that mm-hmm. had that type of symptom of having to feel like it's actually attacking your nervous system as well. Well, it did attack your respiratory end up attacking your nervous system. Yeah. I didn't get any respiratory symptoms at all. So it just attacked my digestive system and And your nervous nervous. system. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. I was like this, whatever this is, (laughs) baby. You need to go. You need to go. (laughs) I can't you live here. Gotta go. Yeah, all. But um, so this weekend I watched um, the Billy Holiday yes movie. Shout out to Andrea Day. 
She did her thing. She did her thing. And to, for it to be her first acting job, amazing. I'm very man. Like she, she did get a. Um, she did. She, she got an a, Emmy for it. Mm-hmm, an mm-hmm. Emmy, and she it was well deserved. Well deserved. It was well like deserved. I, I got chills now thinking about that show. <laughs> like that was um, crazy. I had told myself, I was like, you know what? I can't do another trauma trauma movie. Yeah, trauma movie. Yeah, black trauma. Yeah. But this it needs one, to be told. It needed to be because I, I had, never knew. Yes, <laughs> I had no idea. I grew up with my mom loving Billie Holiday mm-hmm. and you know watching um, Lady Singing the Blues as a kid with Diana Ross. So I knew a lot of her backstory based on the movie and what my mom said mm-hmm. and you know music. Um, but this was a point of view. Shout out to Lee Daniels for telling this point of view that. Most of us never knew, right? You know the fact that she had to fight that hard, that hard. to sing her. Oh, it truth. made me so mad! It made me so you mad. Know? And then the age girl, <laughs> and the fact that he didn't have to do that. He didn't. He had money. He had status. You know, um, he didn't have a record. Like he was in a position where he did not have to. I think, like during those times, I could see why. Men would want would do that to kind of probably save themselves or be in a position to where their family would would be in harm's way. Normally, like we okay, like the did you see Judas and the Black Messiah? I haven't watched. That okay, one. so that guy who became an FBI agent, he had a record. They busted him on pretending to be a cop to steal cars. Mm-hmm. So. They got him on that, and they was like, "Hey, if you don't want us, if you don't want to go down for this, if you do this for us, we'll get you off the hook for this." Right. I don't agree, but I could kind of understand that perspective. You right. like, I don't want to go jail behind this, right? So I'm gonna do this. That guy had money. His dad left him a whole trust fund, and you tell me what what person in the 1930s and 40s that are black got a whole trust fund? You know, right. you you look at his mama house. You walk. She had cooks and maids, and you know what I'm saying. So. He didn't necessarily have, I, I guess he wanted to step out of the shadow of his father maybe, but he didn't have, there was no record of him to try to vindicate and then there was no need for money. So I'm like, why ruin her life over, I know his basis was, was, was drugs, right? but why ruin her life over a song about the truth? Right. I'm like, I'm, it was probably a lot of people doing drugs. So many musicians Especially doing drugs and mm-hmm. stuff back then. But Most of to them. ride her case. Exactly. Most of hard. them. You even look at um, Quincy Jones. He talks about him having a past with, with drugs, him and Ray Charles. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like most musicians did, especially in that era, because you were so traumatized by Jim Crow mm-hmm. that you, ex- and then you think of her story. She went through a, her mom put her in a brothel, you right. know, at a very young age. She was raped at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And then not only was she raped, they sent her to a reform school for rape, for rape kids. And it's like, when was it ever the the victim of rape fault and not the suspect? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she went through all these things. So, yes, she was numbing herself from all the trauma that she was going through. But she still just wanted to sing her song about strange fruit in the and y'all hanging niggas. J. Edgar Hoover <laughs> man say, yeah 
It was yeah. good. It was. It, it was, was really good. At the end, I kind of the their relationship at the end. Yeah. Was. It was very open. Mm-hmm. Very open. Mm-hmm. Like he knew her past. Mm-hmm. He knew. You know, he started having a little bit compassion. He saw he started having compassion for her once he found out her her story. Like, do you do you think in this day of age that we could anyone could be as that transparent in a relationship? No, <laughs> no, because no. you're gonna be called whole and uh, <laughs> right, you know, right, right. I think I think opinions of others matter more today. Mm-hmm. Than it used to. I could be wrong because I didn't live in those times. But how many men can be with a woman that, in so many regardless of how she became a prostitute, mm-hmm. was a prostitute? <clears throat> right. We talked about that, about that our last episode about the body count. Body count. Yes. <laughs> what's the What's the truth? The truth behind body count. Like, why is it? Is it a is it a shot at the male ego or is it just like, you know, and it's intimidation or, or all, you know, yeah. is it, you know, more of you feel embarrassed, but I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think anyone can be as transparent as, as that, as like, yeah. you know, this is my past. I'm a retired hope. Like, <laughs> retired hope. Uh, Mariah Lynn saying, uh, what's upon a time not long ago? Go. I was home. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. And, and people can't. And, and when I say people, I'm more so with, depends on what the subject is, but more than likely men can't mm-hmm. handle the truth. I think women can handle the truth a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We accept it. We accept a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, you know, multiple children. <laughs> multiple baby mamas. Multiple baby mamas. Mm-hmm. Men, it's like, I, I don't know if, if it's like fragility. Their their egos are too fragile. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to deal with, you know. And, Absolutely. And, and, and I'm trying to understand. I love... Um, Jasmine Sullivan's new album. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> and the the skits mm-hmm. in the album because it's so much truth mm-hmm. to those skits because you know we have almost in a sense been conditioned in a certain way when it comes to sexuality and we have been as women been denied to own. Or to even like almost have a sexuality, right. have a sexual experience be our before the person we end up mm-hmm. really being committed to. You know, it's like you're almost forbidden to sow your roots or roots or what is it? Sow your oats. Right. You know, it's, it's almost like forbidden for women to like we can't own a sexual experience. You can't have a de- you can't have a desire. Can't have a desire. Like we're not allowed. Like we're human beings, you know. The Most High made the woman just like made the man. Right. Yet we can't have sexual experiences. And it, it's like if you you're dating a guy mm-hmm. and you feel that guy doesn't suit you well, and then you move on to the next, that's forbidden. You're not supposed to do that. Exactly. 
Like you, you don't have the right. Yeah. Who are you to have options? Who are you? Like why are you? You where are men getting these? You know this idea that women aren't supposed to have options as a single woman. The you, uh, you the male society. Open. Mm-hmm. If you're not dating that woman to marry her, mm-hmm. if you're just, you know, we, women have the right to pick and pick. Who is best suited for them? Exactly. And they feel like, no, they feel like the man has, is the man is the one that has the right to have the option of if I want this woman or that woman. Right. But damn the woman for having the option to choose me or another man. Right. Are you kidding me right now? No. Right. Even if, and if you're telling me that you are in a situation where you are dating multiple people, then I'm automatically consider you something on the negative side right you, like what you mean dating multiple you're people you're a hoe you're a hoe how am you, I a hoe you're a hoe because you are dating <laughs> do you know the definition <laughs> of dating <laughs> you I've, know? I've just been appalled like these last couple of weeks with men and their Ooh, opinions showing about up. dating like it's okay for you to court multiple men mm-hmm. I mean more to ooh. Some of them are court multiple men, but that's another story. But I mean, it's okay for y'all to court multiple women, but for a woman to do the same thing in return, she's not allowed. It's, it's oh, you want to be a nigga? Mm. No, I want to know who's best for for me. Right. Period. You can't men, and then the excuse is, well, women can't do what men do. Who says that? why? <laughs> Since when? And why? Right. You know, it's this it's this male dominating society that we've been living in for a very long time. Especially um I'm gonna say like modern day or these industrialized countries, mm-hmm. we we have been programmed to um suit fit for men but not suit fit for women. You right. know, there's a dif- there's a difference in um how we view things and how we supposed to look at things that is stupid. It's right. just like um like we went to the a museum, uh a, a art art exhibit of last week. Mm-hmm. It was um was it the Nefertiti? The Nefertiti, yeah. The, oh. the uh, not Nefertiti is uh, Nefertari. 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 We went there, and I loved it because um, they touched on religion, mm-hmm. and they showed how women have always been in positions in these African countries mm-hmm. where women uh, was been in position in religion to hold the highest position. Right. So a male can be a priest and a woman can be a priestess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, a man could be a king, a woman can be, I mean, a pharaoh, a woman could be a queen, and she will have just as much rights as he, he does. And she doesn't get her rights from him. She has her own. Right. Or the fact that most African countries, especially like in Egypt, in ancient Egypt, um, you inherited things from mother to daughter and not father to son. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it was, they, they understood like the divine principle of the feminine energy and the masculine energy. Right. And it's more of a, of a European Western ideology, theology. The reason why we view men being able to do one thing and then women can't do the same thing, you know? Right. And we all been colonized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know, we're not, our true root self. We're not who we are to the core, who our ancestors were, you right. know, before colonization, we are 
a diluted version of them, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like we having to reprogram, but it seemed like, um, especially with the church, especially with, with, um, religious people, it's hard to reprogram you to think that women have just as many rights yeah, as, as, we do. as men. Definitely. And it goes all the way back to owning our sexuality. And I brought up the Jasmine Sullivan cause it was one part where the woman say that, um, it's partly women's fault because we always say when men are like, well, who pussy is this? Yeah. And she like, oh, this is yours. And it's like, in reality, it's actually ours. Right. You know, like, we own it. We, you know, we choose you're to just share. Bar- you're just borrowing it. Yeah, we choose to share <laughs> your experience with you, but this is mine. <laughs> you don't claim, you can't claim this. This, right. is, this is, you don't own this. And we've been boosting men egos by telling them that yeah. this is theirs you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so we actually have to have some we type of stroking the ego always that's the problem that's why they big feel big problem they that's why they feel like we don't have we don't then we don't deserve the nerve mm-hmm. to even go there mm-hmm. because of the ego stroking mm-hmm. you know it's 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 okay to be an alpha male have when you are set in your divine masculinity, you don't worry about your competition. You you're not worried about that. You're not worried about that because you sure ain't worried about what a man does and what a woman does. You think Michael B. Jordan worried about Lori Harvey and what happened in her past? Guarantee you, he has understood the alignment of masculine and feminine energy. Definitely, guarantee you, he has. And I don't understand the big deal with, you know, her dating around. She's young. This is what she's supposed to do. It's what she's supposed to do at 20. She don't have no kids. And that's a good thing. It is. You know, it's she put herself in a position to not be attached to someone if she doesn't choose to be attached to them. Right. And men cannot accept that. They cannot. And that's why, you know, I go to the point where... Future didn't get the same heat, and right. he has kids with these other women. And then it's the fact that oh, she's she just go, she's just going around dating everybody in the industry. Like, that, but that's a circle. It's a circle. It's like elite. It's like she's dating men of her caliber. Yeah, you can't be mad at that. You can't. And everybody does it. Not mm-hmm. a, most of the time you do it. That's like saying, well, everybody she dated was from Dallas. Well, damn. <laughs> That's where I live. You get me? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. it's to say you tend to date what normally is your circle. And and honestly, if she didn't date Future, no one would no one would care. Mm-mm. Nobody cared not. when she was dating Justin. Nobody nope. cared nope. when she was dating the soccer player. Nope. Nope. But nope. everybody ties her to Future. Mm-hmm. And Diddy for whatever reason. Because of Justin. <laughs> because of a picture. She dated Justin. It's like, oh, she she messed with the fa- with the father, father and, and the, the son. son. And I'm, I'm like, like show where, me proof. Where are y'all getting this information? What blog from one blog or something? Somebody posted the picture. Uh, a and- spoof. One of those spoof blogs. Yeah. They posted a picture and people assumed. Ran with it. And it's just like, that's crazy how our perception is, yes. how people perceive things. Just because mm-hmm. you see somebody in one picture, you just never one. seen no other pictures just of them one. together. Just one that vacation one. that everybody else was at. The family vacation. She takes a picture with her, at the time, Mm father-in-law or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And people assume that Diddy was hitting it. 
Now, when have we known Diddy to hide a woman? Never. Okay. Never. Diddy is very open about his relationships. Whether you, you know, agree with him or not. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's toxic or, you know, hostage situation, mm-hmm. po Cassie. Mm-hmm. But right, right. <laughs> but you remember how they even tried to throw uh Lauren London in there recently? Yes. And and she had to come out and say, guys, what, it's what just the picture. It's just the picture. Like, y'all do realize Cassie are my best friends, right? Like, come on now. But the, but that's people. That's men's perception. Mm-hmm. You don't see women. You have some women that's on here. Oh yeah, she dated the dad, yeah. but they're only following behind what these men pick me. me. <laughs> <laughs> And sis still ain't been picked yet. Have you been picked? Where your where your ring at? Still ain't been picked. What relationship you in? They do that. It's like I be seeing that stuff. Like especially um, did you see the post I shared about the paper plates? Yes. And old girl was like, <laughs> if they ain't the biggest one, pick me. But- and all the men in my post was like, I don't want to do dishes. Shoot, you better get paper plates. Right. <laughs> like, my man don't my man don't care about no paper plates. Listen, at the end of the day, all he cares about is the food is good. Look, I'll cook in a paper <laughs> pot. <laughs> if I could. <laughs> Pull a bitch right in the trash. <laughs> no dishes here. Right. I'll cook in a paper pot if I could. My man would not object. I'm telling you, I show I show my boyfriend the meme. He was like, "Shit, you better go buy them paper plates, <laughs> right, dude?" But it's always they're just consuming. Like, um, it's always misogyny. the ones that do not have mm-hmm. a man mm-hmm. that that want to tell everybody else that have these rules. It's like, sis, when you get there. Trust me, yeah. all them rules go out the door. They gonna go out the door. And then too, it's kind of like I hate the one brush stroke of relationships. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have to understand that what works for you and yours may not work for me and mine. And guess what? That's okay. Right. We need to do what's best fit for. Our relationship, our household. It's not a one size. My aesthetic may not fit yours. Thank you. So you can't put your rules in in this box and expect for it to be successful Mm -hmm. because it doesn't work like that. We are we are individuals Mm -hmm. that come together. (laughs) And then you and then these other two are individuals that come together. So it, and sometimes it is based on experiences mm-hmm. and, and the way you were raised, right? right? So, like, me and my cousin, and I'm not going to put you out there like that, so I'm going to keep your name a secret. But my cousin was jumping in on there. He was like, man, you better not feel that, feed that dude on no paper plate. He was like, yo, y'all relationship ain't finna last. <laughs> I was like, pause. <laughs> and so, um, and then he was, and I was like, pause. You know, and then he was like, uh, it's okay. I'm gonna get you to talk to uh, uh, Granny Grand, which is my grandmother. I'm gonna get you to, and, and Granny Grand gonna put it down to you and let you know. Blah blah blah. blah. I said, well, what about Uncle Sydney, which is her son? Mm-hmm. I said, when you go over to see Uncle Sydney and Carrie House, do you eat on paper plates? <laughs> He'd be like, 
They do always got paper plates, don't they? Yes, <laughs> and they've been absolutely. married almost 30 years. So, so. paper plate, paper, <laughs> plastic forks, plastic spoon, forks, spoons, knives, knives paper cups. Listen, unless, unless you need a steak cut, you can do paper plate for everything. Because my cousin was, and, and I, and I was being messy, and I tagged my uncle in the post. And I'm like, you see what your nephew said? He said, man, it's paper plates over here, boy. I don't know what you're talking about. You better, you better, you better let go I of them old stuff. I wish you reach in my cabinet and grab a dish. You washing it? For real. Because you're leaving this house, and you wash it. And I need to inspect the way you wash you're it, You're not going to leave no dishes in my sink. Mm-mm. 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 No. So it's just weird. It's just like, but... If that's what you require and you, you know, find your woman that's okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, but don't, you can't conduct somebody else's relationship based on what you what, choose. Yeah, what you, based on your idea of something. Like, and, and so we stupid. And we, people, I'm like, that's why we, we kind of stray away from relationship topics because yeah. it's like, we'll talk about it, but we're not going to give you no yeah. advice. Right. We're not going to tell you what to go right. do in right. a relationship. No. Like, you'll never be no. like, oh, you're supposed to do this. No. Ever. That. Ever. Da, da, da. Like, no, yeah. Ever. Like, me and my cousin was having a conversation today, and I told her, I was like, you know, I know you are not biased, mm-hmm. and you will, if I ask you for your opinion on something, then you will speak up and you'll give me your your truth, your true opinion on what you think. And it's not to sugarcoat anything or to appease me. You would really, if I'm wrong, you would tell me I'm wrong. But I think a lot of times um, people give relationship advice when people don't necessarily ask you. Right. Mm-hmm. For your relationship advice. Right. <laughs> like, but I didn't ask you that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So people just always want to offer. Right. Yeah, they do. And it's and they always and, and they probably funny. ain't got nothing that work that works either. It's, it usually be that way. <laughs> it usually do. It always be the people that's not in a relationship. They got the most to say about a relationship. And I'm like, sis, how, brother? Where's Mm-mm. your girl? Where, where your, when last time you was listen, in something serious? Listen, I would never go to um a worker. Not not to not to downplay workers because I'm mm-hmm. a worker, but I would never go to a worker to get advice about owning a brand. Mm-hmm. You know because that's not your lane, right? You know what I'm saying you can't give me that broad spectrum of mindset that mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to if you never been down that path. Mm, exactly. You know what I'm saying. Too many people give advice for things they never walk down. Absolutely, and they're just judging based on. And somebody said something to me, and I told them, I said, I learned long ago to never say what I won't do mm-hmm. unless I've been in a similar situation, right? Because life will make a liar out of me. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> if you have you, we can't know everything <laughs> until you until you put on that spot and you're like, oh man, say you know it's certain it's certain big topics. You like, oh, I, of course you would, but. There are some things, especially when it comes to relationships, there are some things that you may have said in your life, oh, I would never, you know, deal with this, or I ne- oh, I'll mm-hmm. walk away from this. And, but until you actually in those situations. Like the, uh, with Lance, Mia, and... Uh, oh, with your uh, uh, <laughs> seven uh viral post that, uh, the other day. Yes. <laughs> to hear the perspective of men... 
about that post was mind blowing, amazing. It was because these folks here they want to put everything like you. You do realize Lance was the one that was always shooting. Right? I was I was more surprised that me, a lot of men didn't blame Mia. Mm. That really surprised me because more I just than knew blame Harper. Uh, um, Harper. Harper. Mm-hmm. The blame was on Harper, and mm-hmm. that really surprised me. Mm. But yeah. I could see that because men value that bro code. Yeah, they do. They they and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. I I definitely get that. Um, from my perspective, all three of them were wrong. Yeah. All three of them um, put in <laughs> or contributed to that event happening. Mm-hmm. And one of them being the fact that Lance was never being faithful. Right. Um, Harpo, uh, Harpo, I keep wanting to say Harpo. Harpo. This is not Oprah. Um, (laughs) Harper, Harper, um, he had no business, even though he knew Mia prior Mm -hmm. to Lance having a relationship with her, he had no business still comforting her in that. And, and Mia, you know, it was some revengefulness in her mindset Mm -hmm. and the reason why she went after him. To, to to make that decision to, to cheat with. Um, so I think they're all wrong. And I think the people say the biggest to Harper is because he actually wrote a book. He wrote a book. He snatched. They <laughs> were mad like about he, that. He like, bro, just he be up under the rug. He had to tell the whole world, this is I, what I did. I went down. I said he was snitching. I was I was dying at the comments. I was like, men were really appalled about that book. Yeah, they were. They were. Mad. I think because that was more of the fragility of it. Because it's not long, longer what you did to me mm-hmm. with my best friend. It's now the whole world. The whole world knows. knows, and I'm embarrassed. And I'm embarrassed behind it. But he still married her. He did. She had no idea what was going. He still married her. He still married her. But that goes to show that you just never know Mm-mm. with people in their relationship. Like you don't. Don't be looking at these and um, how the Instagram homies, posts. How the pictures. homies was trying to, you know, make sure he got the book so they can break the wedding, and he still ended up marrying her. Yo, what's Terrence Howard? What was his name? Q. Q. If he wasn't the messiest, <laughs> son of Jordan. A- <laughs> Yo. Yo, I'm like, but yeah. Jordan was trying to keep it from getting out. Though, he right? was, he was, <clears throat> and then him and Quentin was getting into it about it. But I'm like, n- now that we're older, it's like a different perspective. We're looking with different, lenses. a different, yeah, a different eye. And mm-hmm. it's like this is some real life mm-hmm. stuff. This is ha- sh- this, this, yeah, like this. That's some stuff that could really happen mm-hmm. or whatever. So it was, it was some. I think when we're kids, and, you know, we, we probably shouldn't have no business watching that when the movie came out. <laughs> However, my mom did never censor me with the movies. Right. <laughs> watched them all. Oh, Players Club. I watched it all. Um, I was laughing at everybody calling me a Ebony. <laughs> Yo, every, nobody ain't going to let, I promise you, like forever, her name is going to be Ebony. She's going to forever be Ebony. Because look how long we call Lisa Ray Diamond. They was like, man, he's still married Ebony. <laughs> Like wrong movie, sir. No, wrong movie, bro. That that, that was Players Club. That that was her and Junior and and, and Diamond. And 
Like, different movie, bro. Different movie. Somebody was like, man, Harper wrong. She just came to dance. <laughs> no, hold on. This ain't that type of party. I just came to dance for y'all. That's all. That's it. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> and he had to write that book. That's so funny, but I mean, I think that's the reason why that was the biggest issue for a lot of men in the comments is because the embarrassment mm-hmm. on platform, you know, they can't deal with, you know, embarrassed mm-hmm. well, you know, we, you know, for women, mm-hmm. it's almost like it's expected for you to be able to deal with embarrassment on some type of level, right. but men and, and I think that all boils down to, you know, how you were raised. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, you know, us being in this generation and looking back, I think we're the first generation to break a lot of curses and, and remold. Like, we're we're acknowledging a lot of effed up situations or mm-hmm. effed up ideologies that we were raised in. Right. You know, and we're starting to like, because, you know, we're, we're such an advocate for mental health and we're such mm-hmm. an advocate of letting boys cry and mm-hmm. don't shut them up and stuff like that. But it's all about how you were raised and if you're raised never to be able to handle emotions, to cut your cut yourself off from emotions, don't deal with emotions. Um, that's only going to work for you for so long, mm-hmm. and it's going to manifest into other other aspects of your life in very negative ways. And we're breaking a whole lot of generational curses, curses, so many a lot of hurt, a lot of healing. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of healing, a lot of healing, and mm-hmm. just going back and analyzing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that we were taught and like, Hey, wait a minute. You know, that might not work for us. Yeah. <laughs> we might have thought it did, but now we're breaking down other things. We're right. like, that didn't work. I had a friend that was talking about tradition, bring mm-hmm. back the traditional one. I'm like, look, time has evolved. That, that traditional woman stuff, that yeah. is, unless you just want a woman to be fully at home at home yeah, yeah. that would not pull in her own i mean not not pulling her <clears throat> own outside the house let's say that like right. not working and i'm like women we we're no longer wanting to be pregnant and barefoot, barefoot. Mm-hmm. like in a kitchen cooking all day mm-hmm. like that's not us we want our own women are the breadwinners now yeah, yeah. We're, we're making the money yeah you know, yeah. and it's not nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Um, as long as you have mutual respect for each other, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's there's never nothing. I, you know, there for me, there was nothing wrong with men making more money um, based off of experience. Not saying I, if a woman has just as much experience, she, she, she has the right to make as much money. But it was nothing for me. It was nothing wrong with men making the majority of the money mm-hmm. as long as he was coming home and not acting like it wasn't a um a, a relationship it was mm-hmm. i this is what i brought in right you know i own this you know what i'm saying like it, they too many times they were acting like it wasn't a partnership and your relationship mm-hmm. is a partnership so when you know too many times um men would come home and act like this is mine or I got the, I have more of a say so than you do mm-hmm. because I went out and worked. It's and I more of a control mechanism. Control mechanism. And I don't get mm-hmm. that. And I was explaining to someone, I'm like, that's a form of control. Yep. You don't realize it, but it is. They did it back then. You want, yeah, that's, that's how they control their household mm-hmm. with 
being the financial breadwinner mm-hmm. and having the woman sit. So that's a form mm-hmm. of control. I control what you can do and what you can't do mm-hmm. because I got the money. And when you can do it. And when you can do it. Yeah. It, yeah. So um, a lot of those, like, I think we had a discussion about that too, how people were talking about their grandparent mm-hmm. relationships and this and this. And it was like, y'all do know y'all grandmother dealt with a lot of that because she didn't have a choice. Right. But our generation, we are now setting the boundaries yes. for what we want and what we desire. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to some people, it's still kind of like intimidating for it's foreign. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. going to say foreign or forbidden in, in, for them because mm-hmm. they grew up and they seen, okay, Medea, yeah. you know, their yeah. grandmother. Because I can't say their mother because right. a lot of, you know, Not our generation. Yeah. You know, our our mothers with the era of freaknicks. Freaknicks. And yeah, we don't have Medea and all that. And our parents, when our our mothers weren't sitting at home, right, right. They were at work. Mm -hmm. So I would say Mm -hmm. Medea. And then they kind of miss Medea cooking and in the moo moo smelling like bacon and coochie. I heard moo moo is so long. And the moo moo uh, mm. smell like bacon and coochie. Listen, Stop. You see the meme with the with the moo moo hanging up in Target and it's like this the outfit they got you. They got, they got your granny outfit. <laughs> Shut up. I ain't seen that. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta repost it. But as soon as I seen it, I was like that picture smell like bacon and coochie. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh my god! But, but we not doing that. Like we, I'm done. <clears throat> our generation, we we we're we're our own individual. Mm-hmm. We want to be we want to be vibrant. We still want to be young. Mm-hmm. And our parents still young and yeah. doing doing whatever they yeah. doing and stuff. It's like we want we 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 want the value of what comes with a relationship. <clears throat> But we are understanding the independence of a relationship mm-hmm. and coming together as individuals. You know, I think um, I learned not not learned, but it was nice to hear perspectives of like when Jada first started the Red Table Talk mm-hmm. and how she was talking about her and Will's relationship and how they had to change a lot. Cause a lot of stuff wasn't working for them, at mm-hmm. least for at least for one of them, you know, and how you know she had to um, understand that she had to be the individual first. Mm-hmm. She had to be Jada, you know, and then bring Jada into the relationship with her and Will, right. you know. But she couldn't do that without having Jada understood who Jada right. is, and I think that's so important because a lot of times we get lost. In different titles, whether it's you're being a mother, you're being a wife, you're being a girlfriend, you're being, you know, whatever your title is at work. We get lost in these other titles and we forget the first title we had, which is our names. Right. And shout out to National uh, Women's International Day. Women's yes. Day because we wear so many hats and it was a lot of men upset about that. You know, it's haters. <laughs> it's like women, we and men wear hats too. We get yeah. it. We get it. But... Women, we we hold so many hats at once. At once, just yeah, we multitaskers. 
just just being a woman in itself is a job. Yeah, it is. Um, a black woman is that. <laughs> Come on, please. like being a woman <laughs> itself is hard. But then when you add black on top of it, it's just not saying adding. Not saying that being a black man isn't hard because mm-hmm. we see that every day. But growing up, my mom always told me that. It was it was not that I had to be twice as I had to be as twice as good, but almost four times as good, right. because not only was I a woman who already has their own set of boundaries, mm-hmm. then I'm I'm a black woman at that, you know. Right. So being black has their own set of of, of um, obstacles, and then being a woman has their own set of obstacles, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it's just we're we're finally living in a society where we're starting to. Um, uplift you know it's I'm not I'm not saying men shouldn't have a men's day I mean they shouldn't but I'm saying <laughs> I'm but I'm, I'm saying that because they, they, get, they got president's day they got all these other days let us have our day let's let us have international woman day mm-hmm. and mother's day let right. us have those two days y'all right. can have everything else right but I'm, I'm saying that more so because I feel like that kind of runs in the same parallel as saying you should have white history month mm-hmm. you know because well white history is all we ever learned so why right. would I have a month for it male is the men men are the dominant species so why are we we see that every day we see the roles you can have every Mm -hmm. day you know so why why do i have to make a day for that when it's the default it's all we really normally see and i don't think people understand that um there was a a bill recently passed not too long ago to increase pay for women we don't get paid it's on the same system. dollar amount. I yeah. think I think it's like seventy cents a dollar or something like that. Doing the same job, mm-hmm. doing the same job. So that was just recently a bill yeah. that was carried. We to, have to pass bills to get equal rights. <laughs> like we're still in it. It's, it's twenty twenty one, and we still passing bills for making laws for women. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we deserve a day. Yeah, because like, <laughs> and, that, and that's the craziest part, right? Because like you get. You, Men, you get your rights just by being born, right? There's no, there's no bill needs to be passed to make sure that you aren't being held behind because you're a man. Right. There's no, um, there's nothing being left behind because no one's making laws and debating what to do with your body. With your body, because let me tell you, <laughs> vasectomies can be reversed easily. But we don't talk about those. We talk about we need to give birth control to women. We need to do this to women. We need to make abortion laws to women. And it's like, well, you know, a man can reproduce faster than a woman, right? Because it takes us nine months. A man can impregnate you, 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 he can you. Have thirty baby up at one time, as many as he want at, at one, one time. time. Okay, same year. Same year. <laughs> so, but why, why, why is that a hinder on the? Because it's the like how you we go back to the control, mm-hmm. right? It's that I don't value on the same level as myself, right? I almost think you kind of like property. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you what you can and what you cannot do, even though you're a grown individual who not even I don't even know you, and there's nothing but white, white straight men making these damn laws. I'm just. <clears throat> Really just shocked at the fact that the cancellation of Pepe. Pepe Le Pew? And, and the men that were outraged about it. Like, 
You want to be a rapist? I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, Pepe was a he was a fucking creep. He was always a creep. Always. <laughs> and somebody gonna tell me, oh, he was a player. No, no, he was. You know what a player is? A player, I said a player is is when somebody, but the woman's participating. Yes, I said the feeling has to be mutual in order for us to be player. Yeah, and he was like, oh, she's just paying hard to get. I said that's that's the, the problem. problem. That's that, the problem. <laughs> You think me saying no is playing hard to get yes. when me saying no is really me saying no. no. I said that's the problem. See the people got y'all thinking y'all like that. Mm. Y'all thinking yep. that she's playing hard to get the whole time. This woman is trying to keep get going. A, Let me keep doing. Yeah, Let me keep I'm doing. She, eventually she you. eventually she gonna say yes. No. The groping, the you know, just I forcing know, yourself. I'm about the pussy. <laughs> Shout out to Trump. <laughs> Like yeah, why y'all don't see the problem with this? Like this is like I'm I'm as an adult mm-hmm. because we grew up on Pepe. We mm-hmm. grew up on it. We grew we, up on a lot of bullshit. We we really did. <laughs> Too short for what? <laughs> What's my, my favorite word? <laughs> Bitch. Pimpsy. But I still like Pimps. I mean, I still like Too Short though. I, I still I still listen to Pimp C, R.P. to Pimp. Mm, yeah. Still, I mean, we're from Texas, Chat. so we're going to always listen to UGK. <laughs> and, and that was just most some of the most degrading. Degrading. Been over, let me see a Harry Booker. I don't know why we was okay with that. <laughs> Bro, we was, we was really promoting sex trafficking at like age seven. I remember um, Charlemagne, the God, um, some years ago, he was talking about Rape culture, mm-hmm. like he's that's like the first time I ever heard the conversation rape culture, and not understanding how much we were indoctrinated into rape culture, especially us being eighty babies. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but like his main thing was the uh, Dr. Dre video with uh, him and Snoop Dogg, and you remember the part there at the beach, and I think the girl playing volleyball or something, the dude come behind and pull her bra top down. Was that Tupac? Or was it? No, that was, Dr. Dre? that was, yeah, that was Dr. Dr. Dre. Yeah. And pull, pull her bra down or whatever. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, and she like run after him and he was just laughing and running mm-hmm. off. And I was like, he was like, you know, like that's sexual harassment. And looking at it now, mm-hmm. that's nothing but sexual harassment. Yeah. But like a man just walking up, slapping you on your butt. That's sexual, sexual harassment. <laughs> but how many times you grew up? At least in your adulthood, mm-hmm. and that happening, you know, are you in high school at a party and you feel yeah. that happened? Are you, you know, you at a club? Somebody or that? Excuse me, right? You know that excuse me I'm talking about when they they get real close I've to had, you. I've had like a few occasions of men walking up to me in a club and kiss me and yeah. what? Yeah, no, I didn't have that one. Yes. Ooh. So Pepe kind of triggered me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, if you ain't never experienced nobody just walking up some strange mm-hmm. man walking up to you, yeah, kissing on you. Yeah, because Pepe did that a lot. A lot. Like, he don't understand the word no. And motherfucker said he was player. Right. And, and, and they, and so like I was watching The View and Whoopi was talking about it. And because they took him out of um, Space Jam too. Mm-hmm. He was originally in Space Jam 2, but then they ended up taking him out of Space Jam 2. And she was talking about it. She was like, well, like I I won't say I agree with what she said. I kind of understand what, what the point of the point she was trying to make. Mm-hmm. And that was, she was like, instead of taking Pepe out, why do y'all not just change his dialogue? Mm-hmm. And, and that now that it's modern day time, 
you changing the way he's speaking right. and acknowledging the effed up ways he was speaking before and you're mm-hmm. now changing your ways and I'm like I could see the reform of that mm-hmm. you know um not necessarily just I, I think that's the little thing with council culture that we have mm-hmm. is some things is just I don't, I don't understand it like how can you not understand this right mm-hmm. but some things is you know if you said something 10 to 15 years ago and then it's resurfacing you, it's possible you could be a different person today. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I probably said some effed up things 10 or 15 years yes. ago. They going back, taking people's Twitter. Yeah, like, that's the thing, digging right? Digging in the archives. Like when Kevin Hart was, you know, made that little, you know, mm-hmm. situation about um, about his son possibly being gay. Oh, well, like he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. What he would do if he if he saw signs, but he was saying that's a joke. But I also kind of give like comedians a bypass too because I feel like the same art or the same rules that apply to everyday life mm-hmm. shouldn't necessarily apply to comedians. Yeah. Because, because you're you comedian. Have, yeah. Nobody <laughs> knows no if you're serious or not. Right. Like, right. Like you, like they're I, supposed to be offensive. Yeah. It's supposed to be offensive. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like Perhaps. we would never have a Richard Pryor. Right. We would never have a day. Can you imagine Dave, the Chappelle the Chappelle show coming out today? Oh, motherfuckers would have been <laughs> protesting. <laughs> it wouldn't have made it. It, it wouldn't, wouldn't have made, made it at all. And that was one of the best skit shows ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if it would have came out today time, it would have never been deemed a classic. Mm-mm. Because it, it was it so offensive. The first episode would have been. It's so offensive, but but he's a comedian. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to make uncomfortable things funny, right? You know, that's where we find some of our relief is to joke about. You know, black people are really good at that. You were, right. I think that's a, a, a coping mechanism for us. It definitely is. We know how to make a. We can't say we can't take shit. Seriously. We don't take nothing <laughs> serious, bro. We joke about every damn thing. We. Look, we could be getting bombed and motherfuckers going to crack a joke. Listen, we going to get the last joke in before I, this bitch blow up. I swear to God, we will. I swear to God. And that mother going to go viral, too. We all going to be laughing. <laughs> we, we laughing and dying. Laughing and dying. We, at least I'm going to laugh at this before I die. <laughs> we we gonna we gonna cut the fuck up to the last to the last breath. Listen, we are like that's if we're not good at anything else, we're good at that. You know, we're good at finding laughter and pain. Right. Shout out to Black Twitter. Shot. Oh, <laughs> what would we be without Black Twitter? Where would we be? You cannot take a topic and put it on Black. T- Is you know? Um, did you see the viral post of the whole um, Megan and Harry's? Uh, interview on black twitter like they has you know how they do a thread Mm -hmm. girl um they yeah they took it there and i i I reposted some of them but um yeah you gotta go you you i gotta watch the interview first and then i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go to black twitter definitely watch definitely watch the interview um i may i may jenna get on um jump on um the Netflix show Crown mm-hmm. after she watched the um, interview and Oprah briefly was talking about it too, because they just opened up your a whole new world for a lot of stuff that she's talked about. But yeah, that, that interview 
it, it wasn't shocking. I don't think it was shocking to any black person. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It wasn't shocking. But when you, still, when you hear stuff, you're still like, damn. Still going through this, yeah, shit. you know, and I'm and I I really was stuck on the whole complexion thing mm-hmm. because I mean I know she's fair skinned, but her mama is Jamaican, right? So you know, what you mean you concerned about the complexion of a child when a mama is half black? I don't I don't get that part, you know, right? And but you know the way that um not. That I'm just like trying to give Harry so many so much credit, like he's like the great white hope some or, or situation. But I still give him a lot of credit because you know as well as I do, I compare I I kind of compare this to being like um, religious, mm-hmm. growing up religious, right? And then you get to a point in your life where you're no longer in the circle mentally and spiritually that mm-hmm. you were when you grew up. And then how it's not easy to just break away. You know what I'm saying? And you do feel secluded. You do feel isolated. And a lot of other portrayals, I mean, a lot of other feelings that kind of come to you when you're doing making that switch. Mm-hmm. But for him, it's for him to have, for him to be okay, or at least say, I'm moving my family away from my family. Because that this has is, been like escaping Amish. Have you ever, girl. <laughs> Girl, yeah, it's been yes. like escaping Amish. But I give it to like him. He protected that black woman. He protected that yes, black woman. He did, and I think a lot of it had to do with his mother. Mm-hmm. You know, him seeing what actually happened to his mother and not being in a position to protect his mother, and he's like, I'll be damned yeah. <laughs> if this happened to my wife and right. my son have to go through what I went through. You know, um, but watching it um, before he even said this one part I'm gonna say I already knew who the culprit was I knew it wasn't a queen like I just knew it wasn't mm-hmm. I knew it was his daddy I knew he's next to line I knew a lot of it had to do with his dad but he so eloquently <laughs> slipped this little line in there and, and Oprah was asking him about his communication with the family he was mm-hmm. like no he's like you know when before <clears throat> we left or oh, when we first left um it's like I spoke with my grandmother numerous times. I still spoke with her three times. And he was like, and I spoke with my father twice before he started returning my calls. I was like, oh. Wow. Oh, no, no. Before he stopped answering my calls. I was like, your whole daddy? Right. <laughs> you know? You know what I'm saying? So I, I was like, I knew it was that bitch ass nigga yeah. Charles. <laughs> It was, yeah, but to hear her talk about... Charles always been a whole ass Always been a whole ass nigga. He was very much a whole ass nigga to to Diana. (laughs) Very much so. But to hear her speak about isolation and everybody and the the institution twisting her stories to Mm -hmm. make her look like the villain. Like, I remember watching old Diana interviews and I'm Mm -hmm. like, this woman sounds so much like Diana. It's scary. It's scary. And I think he caught that, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Nah, not on my watch." Right, you know. But and also, shout out to Tyler Perry. Yeah, because he let them live in his house, you know, and protected and protected them. them with security and stuff. Okay, come on through, black man. Escaping Amish. <laughs> it really is kind of like that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, because you know, once you once you decide to go to the modern world, you know they have nothing to do with you. Right. Um, the Amish community has. Family have yeah, nothing they, to do with you. Yeah, you, you're done. You're, you're, you're done. You, you can't come back. You don't exist to them anymore. You're dead. Yeah. So they disown you. Dis- all that. 
Could you imagine, like, just because I want to live, just because I want a cell phone? <laughs> right. I want a Facebook page. Because I want to watch a movie? <laughs> wow. Just because I want a car? Like, <laughs> well, I want some electricity. And now I got I to gotta leave my own right. family because I want some electricity. And get a soda. <laughs> I don't want to wash clothes like this no more. Like, can we get one of the machines? Like, just want to ride in a car. Right. Like, I don't want this horse and bucket no more. Like, <laughs> but yeah, can he wear hat? Can he yeah. wear fit? Nothing. Listen. Oh, <clears throat> so yeah, girl. And then um, another thing. So yeah, with 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 that and. The way he, um, the way he, um, protected her, you know, he protected his black woman. Now I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, um, this picture going around of Gucci and Keisha and there's just so many opinions about it. Some people, somebody had put a side by side picture with Jeezy. And his who, who who was also in the picture was it P? P yeah, yeah. QCP was in yeah. the picture, mm-hmm. but uh, they did a side by side with uh, Jeezy I'll and his fiance, and then Gucci and Keisha, and it was like, see, Jeezy Jeezy is a grown man, and Gucci's what. still out here dressing this. all immature, whatever. Mm. Which which I think it was because of the because Keisha Diversity yeah Keisha and um, Gucci do step out they I've seen them in nice attire yeah. and mm-hmm. you know but I think it was just the event that they were wherever they were going. I think it was All Star Weekend was okay weekend? yeah uh huh this past weekend yeah they were they were stepping out but sis was just bearing it all yeah I mean you know listen for me I can't speak for other women but for me. I wouldn't be comfortable if it was just me, regardless if I had a husband, boyfriend, significant mm-hmm. other. I just wouldn't be comfortable having that much attention on my boobs and my vagina. Right. You know what I'm saying? You already kind of get attention when you're curvy. Right. You get more attention mm-hmm. when you're curvy. So to for me to expose more of myself, I don't feel comfortable because I don't like attention like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I grew up I always have an attention that yeah. it doesn't, it's not validation for me, you know, um, and, and with everybody, I think even more so I wouldn't want myself to have that much attention drawn on me if I'm with someone as well, right? because I just feel like this is you, this mm-hmm. is, this is like me being in the nude is something that me and you share mm-hmm. together. I don't want to also share that with everybody else right you know i want everybody else to see what you see and i don't think my feeling for it comes from a misogyny part i just think it just comes from a part where i'm private like that right you know that's that's how i feel like to each to each his own you know shout out to gucci and keisha that's that's something that's their thing that's their thing Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that that, that's their you know whatever moment they were in at the time that works for them kudos with me as a mother and then as a mother yes as a mother yes 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't mm-hmm. be out there like yeah. that as a mother. Yeah, also as a mother. Uh, yeah, because even you're grown, you can do what you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, but even as a mother, it's just I don't want my kids seeing me exposed or them just being at school and somebody it's exactly like hey your mom on the internet with her right because oh. embarrassment can come with that right, right. you know being teased can come mm-hmm. with that and you don't want to put that type of energy and feelings on your child yeah. you know what i'm saying your child has to that deal type with of resentment stuff. exactly then your child at school and they have to defend you mm-hmm. you know or feel awkward about your representation you know um in 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 the public you know yeah. um that would be my if i was a mother that would be my number one that yeah that's my number one reason because it's like even like now my kids are they're getting up there yeah yeah they're teenage and yeah, you, you know, know just, they, they, they're getting they're starting to I don't allow them on social media, but I allow I them on like certain apps. Mm-hmm. But even still, they know what's expected. What's and, and just I could come up in their news feed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't want to yes. be yes. put nothing for mm-hmm. my kids to scroll and be like, what the, what mm-hmm. the fuck, mom? Like, mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed. Mm-hmm. That's my mom, mm-hmm. you know? like I would, it's, it's not even so much as you worry about your kids doing it, too. It's more like, I don't want to put that on my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put that energy to having to defend me or feel embarrassed by me or ashamed mm-hmm. when it comes to, because we all know how cruel kids can be. Right. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I would never intentionally try to do that to my kids. So yeah, that would be my number one reason. Like, yeah, my husband. But I think my number my number one would be like, I don't. Well, no, my number one would be myself. Mm -hmm. I'll say that I don't want that attention on myself. And then I want my kids to have to you deal with that. And I don't want my my husband, my boyfriend, my significant other, to have to like to to even feel like there's nothing. They mama looking. They mama see that picture too. Just even feel like it's nothing special to Mm -hmm. me. They're like there's nothing Mm -hmm. that he gets to see that nobody else gets to see. Exactly. That's what I was saying. It's like I want that private. I want those aspects of me to only be something that you know that he sees or anybody that baby sees because i choose behind closed doors to show that to them mm-hmm. i never wanted to be i just want to expose it to the world you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like cleavage is one thing you know showing 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 you know yourself in a tight dress is another mm-hmm. thing but when you're actually i can see your nipples right <laughs> <laughs> that we, now we're touching a whole different whole thing. Different thing. You know everything and and we we are time and place for everything in my yeah. opinion. And we are living like in the times where like everything is evolving. So like it's like the the clothes are getting sheerer. Yeah, the shorts are getting shorter. You yeah, know? like that's the day and age that we're living in. But at the same time, it's you can still keep something private. yeah 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 I, I definitely believe in that like i said to each of them you know if, if you feel comfortable and you do feel comfortable who am i to tell you not to do mm-hmm. it but for me i'm just saying what 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 i feel like will work for me and mine and that wouldn't you know mm-hmm. like i said it's a time and place for everything you know if you was like on a new beach or something and you didn't have a top on and then you okay that's something that's one or thing if i was at a private function where nobody's taking pictures yeah and you know no that, paparazzi type of situations right if that was the moment mm-hmm. then that's cool but yeah you know, if i you know if my dude was like jay-z because you remember that time when, when beyonce was dancing <laughs> and the dude had that jay-z was like nah bro <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he snatched that phone. He snatched that phone. I felt I felt so bad for dude. I felt so bad for dude. Like JC Hope was like Hope was like, nah, bro. This ain't gonna work. Yeah, and ain't no pictures, bro. And Beyonce didn't she didn't flinch. She, she just kept, she kept doing her thing. <laughs> like she didn't even notice like, that. She, she was still know. jumping up and dancing. <laughs> she didn't miss a beat. Like, she didn't miss a just, beat. She just kept going all the time. Jay Z just look when you gotta protect her like that, you won't even care. He came in with the siege. <laughs> <laughs> Homie came in like he was secret service. Like yes. what is? Well, hold no up. questions asked. Give me, that have, shit. give me that phone. Like, no. What are you doing? You ain't even on that type of time, bro. Right. I'm deleting this. Don't do it no more, bro. Like, Hove came in there, but I was like, well, who was this person recording that? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who was the person recording this? Jay-Z right. over here taking, who was this other person recording? So what if it could have, it could have been, he could have been like a friend or something. If he was a friend, I feel like if he was a friend, wait, the, the dude, he's got the phone snatched? Yeah, the phone. He couldn't be the friend because I feel like friend was already known. It's like I already understood. He already understood. Yeah, I feel like it's already understood. I feel like, you know, if you were part of a circle, mm-hmm. it's already understood. You know, the yeah. moment you start doing too much and talking too much, you out. Yeah, you, you got to go. I think, I think Tiffany had just out too. I think she was, she was talking too much. And, talking way too much. And they was like, look, you can't be here. <laughs> what, what is it called? NDA? Yeah, NDA. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, you, you, mm. yeah, you can't yeah. be in the, you can't be in the circle and and and, and, and talking. You can't. So, <clears throat> say if um, you're in a relationship, but you had someone that um, you're cool with. At one point in time, you shot mm-hmm. you shot at them or whatever, but y'all still cool. We it never went anywhere. Or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but y'all just kicking it, you know. But now you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. so are you still friends with that person? Or I was so <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I think um, where a lot of couples mess up at mm-hmm. or misread is not having conversations about boundaries. Mm-hmm. And what is expected or what they can deal with and what can't they can't deal with. Because we're like I said, we're all individuals first, right? So the way I am individually, mentally, may not always be on the same level or the same way perspective as as the other person, right? Mm-hmm. So the other person can come off thinking one thing and then the other person is thinking like no, that wasn't my, that wasn't my interpretation. Well, not, that's my, that's not what I was trying to do or that's not what my actions or my state of mind was. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that, um, I think you can, in my opinion, I think that if you can, if both people, if both parties in a relationship find that that's okay. Right. If one person end up finding that it's not okay, then I think that the other person has to determine what is uh, more important, the current relationship you're in, or you're still your interaction with the other person? I I kind of feel like you don't have to tell me 
about everybody you tried to talk to. Right. If it didn't go nowhere. Right. If y'all still interact and mm-hmm. all that. If it never went anywhere, they never um, even gave you a shot. Yeah. You know, if you just yeah. straight up airball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it was a straight air ball, then yeah, I feel like you don't have to bring that to my attention. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I tried to talk to her and, you know, she shot me down, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel no type of way. I wouldn't feel any type of way if, a, if the woman came to me and be like, a young man tried to talk to me. Okay, but did y'all talk? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but did you fuck? No. It was just, <laughs> but, but yeah. But did you get? Did, but did you get the number though? Yeah, like, right. Is you on the date? No. You know? No. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. No. What? What about? What about? How would you feel if um, if a woman was uh, that shot her shot with your significant other, mm-hmm. and um, it didn't go anywhere, mm-hmm. but they're still cordial with each other? Like you know, social media is concerned. They're still cordial with each other. Um, would you have an issue with that? No. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot. Me too. Whether we it, know it or not. <laughs> I think it look I think it happens more than we know because mm-hmm. of the fact it didn't go nowhere. Right. So it's kinda like no one talks about it. Yeah. Like it's especially with men, you know they their egos fragile. They ain't gonna tell you that they shot their air ball. Right. The, yeah, <laughs> and and like I said, I think it has a lot to do with the two people, you know, mm-hmm. because your perspective may be one thing and then the other person's perspective may be something totally different. And I also think that a lot of times experiences kind of play a factor in the way that we think about certain situations, right? Mm-hmm. So, but like I come from, I, I'm kind of like on the same wavelength initially with you. I don't necessarily think that that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the other person, like I said, the person that you're in a relationship with have an issue with it, then, you know, then that's something that you need to. I could see for, if it is an issue with somebody, I could see why, why? Exactly. it would be an issue. Exactly. But like, but initially you won't think of it being an issue, mm-hmm. but you can see if you think about it or somebody brings their point of view about why it is, you can understand it. Like, yeah. okay, I didn't think of it like that, but now that you're saying it like that, mm-hmm. I can see where you're coming from. Kind of, I could, I could see in the instance if you guys are having like a casual conversation and you kind of put it in there, like, man, it, one more time he tried to talk to me. Yeah. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, what? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. When was this? So, so what about, what about transparency and, and, and being, um, truthful? Like, do you think anybody can ever be too honest or be, you can, you can you be can. too transparent and be too transparent. And everybody can't deal with being too transparent. No. We got to unpack that because <laughs> there are certain situations where I'm not saying you have to lie to anybody, but sometimes you don't have to tell. Sometimes we can t- talk too much. We can talk yes. ourselves out of shit yeah. like, or talk ourselves into, into shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. And sometimes being too transparent can put us in those type of situations where we talking ourselves into some shit and it's just like you know what why did I even go there you know we've all been in that situation I know I have 
for being too transparent and too honest <laughs> about too. something. And it's like, you know what? I could have just, yeah, I could have just be quiet. Now we wouldn't have this issue. issue. Mm-hmm. Because some people can't handle, handle the truth. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or handle too much transparency. Mm-hmm. Me and my cousin had come. I, well, I won't even say today. Like we've had this conversation a long time ago about how um, we're sometimes are too honest or mm-hmm. too, yeah, too honest, too transparency. And I remember my cousin telling me a while ago. She was like, you know, sometimes you gotta, you can't be that transparent with men mm-hmm. because they don't. Their 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 thinking isn't our thinking absolutely (laughs) and so you know you can't in in me i'm just i I may have to learn to just scale back because i'm i feel like i don't be having anything to hide right so if you want to you ask me a question about my past Mm -hmm. i'm gonna tell you that's how I am. Can you do? You, can you handle my answer? It's mm-hmm. the the biggest question because I'm gonna be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? And my answer is never gonna be like you know who was it that J Cole or somebody was saying like when a woman give you that count their number count you gotta like oh J Cole <laughs> multiply by five yeah <laughs> I don't know multiply by three yeah and it's like me you ain't gotta do none of that stuff because I'm gonna be honest with you I'm gonna right. tell you exactly you know because you you ask but. I also feel like I don't really have too much to be ashamed of. So why not give you my my honest answer, mm-hmm. you know? But, you know, you have to learn that the way women um, take in information and then the way that men take in information. They is, hear what they want to hear. Yes. They hear men, I think. And they hear it from, from, from their, almost their ego side, mm-hmm. you know? And not their logical side. It's, like a, it's more it's like a dog side. whistle. When you yeah. blowing the whistle, you can't. You can't hear. hear but they can, they can hear. hear. They're hearing some totally different shit. <laughs> You're like, how did you? What? Where did you come did up with that you, shit? What? Huh? You said no. No. Are you listening to me? Because I don't think you're listening to me. <laughs> yep. That's exactly how it be. Like, and it's like, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be open about something, and you like taking it to a whole different situation. I'm like, that's not. That's even, not where I was trying to go with this. Yeah, like that's not even what that is. It's not what it is. It's not what it is at all. But yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, for me, being in a, a relationship now, like I haven't been in a. Um, real exclusive, <laughs> no bullshit <laughs> relationship in five years. Wow, five years! Like I had to add that shit up today, and I was like, "It's been five years." Mm-hmm. Like I really been like, if nothing, I've been at least semi single, <laughs> halfway. Single. You know, I've been in some situations, situationships. You know, I've been in some situations, <laughs> but like I. I've at least been semi-single. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you, you're you getting into a relationship with somebody regardless of how long you know the person. But you're getting in a relationship with somebody and you like you really have to, like, reprogram the way you think mm-hmm. in a sense of now it's just not about you. Right. Right? Your actions every day is going to reflect somebody else. Mm-hmm. So you have to consistently start to, you know, program your mind that, 
when you say certain things, you post certain things, you do, if that person has an issue, then you might need to, you know, scale back on your <clears throat> freedom of speech. <laughs> and I be having a lot of freedom of speech. Right. And my cousin was telling me today, she was like, yeah, you might um, want to scale back just a little bit on stuff you say. So are you our friends on social media? We are not. Okay. Purposely. I could I understand that. <laughs> Cause even sometimes like when I post stuff and it's like edgy. Mm-hmm. Edgy. Like when you post stuff that may be edgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like just just for content. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times I I post just strictly to curate vibes. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have to sometimes I have to give a disclaimer. Yeah. I, I sometimes before I post stuff, I let him know, like, hey, I'm gonna be curating some shit today and yeah. I need you to disclaimer. I need you to not feel yeah. no type of way about what I'm about to post because Yeah. Communication. Yes. Yeah. It has yeah. nothing to do yeah. with us or <laughs> you or me or I. It's just I just want I just want to know how people think. Yeah. Strictly for the collective, not mm-hmm. us. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Because so, I've seen you even put posts be like, I hope y'all know this is not <laughs> My relationship or my, you know, what I'm going through, like, I'm just throwing stuff out Because people will inbox you and they be like, are you okay? What what you got going on? Like, no, listen. I'm good. Yeah, like, let me tell you, this has nothing to do with me. This is for other people. I I may, something might be on my brain that Mm -hmm. I want to share with the collective and have a dialogue about it, but not necessarily about me. Yeah, I find myself now be like, this is a podcast question <laughs> as my disclaimer. <laughs> this is a disclaimer. I, this is a podcast so, uh, question. <laughs> nothing to do with me. Because right, otherwise people be, you, and then, you know, you know, people might post be so misty. So, you know, I always got to like throw that out there so people would know, like, this is not my personal life. This is just. Yeah. Especially when you have mutual friends and stuff. Yeah. You got people looking like on the outside looking in and it's like what, yeah. what y'all got going mm-hmm. on or whatever so. and you know we we both come from cereal so we have you know over a hundred and something mutual friends <laughs> everybody pretty <laughs> much everybody you know only mutual right only a selective few though know mm-hmm. us or like know that you know we're we're a thing or we have history which is y'all exclusive yeah 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 but i mean a lot of people don't even know anything that is about us like the fact you know i i keep that kind of off of people still don't be knowing that i'm married i'd be like (laughs) she's been married for years i know (laughs) but it still be like i'm like hey i'm married oh for real (laughs) yeah yeah been this way for years like, oh, well, shit, I didn't know. How yeah. you not know? Like, bro, I don't post nothing about, I don't, I don't even insinuate. Yeah, that I'm single. That I'm single. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't post no single shit for mm-hmm. nobody to even assume that I'm single. At all. At all. So, At all. It just. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Like, like I said, I've been moving as a single woman for, for many, many, many years now. And so. I'm I'm trying to reprogram myself before I become like that old hag that's oh, stuck that's so oh. stuck in their ways and they can't change and compromise and 
all that good old stuff. So I'm definitely um, this. I, I you know I've said it before. Like this is really new territory for Being me. Too transparent. Yeah, it's like you're not you're not talking to your homeboy. You're talking to your man. Yeah, but like the they have feelings. But that but that be like that's like the 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 uncomfortable or uneasy thread to walk because you know you become best friends Mm -hmm. when you like if you really got a relationship like a real relationship you have a a solid friendship so sometimes you know what I'm saying you just be you know kicking the shit and you just be be going down a rabbit hole y'all talking next thing you know you end up in this uh, this zone and it's like wait a minute what Mm -hmm. (laughs) you never told me about Mm -hmm. such and such such Mm -hmm. like Oh, oh shit! Well, um, <laughs> yeah, facts. and then you find yourself having to explain like why you never told me. Yeah, uh, those those moments always come. Yeah, I mean it's it's normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It is it's normal. It, they come all the time. Like I still have those moments all the time. I'll be married nine years in April. And we still have those moments. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, it's two individuals coming together. Both individuals got a past. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you probably talk about the biggest part of your past, you know, but, you know, kind of overlook the little small details that tend to sometimes pop up. And you're like, oh, sh- I did forgot that minor detail. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Sorry. You know, but I think that everybody just, I don't know, like. But where where do you see relation? Like, do you think in a relationship that's serious that you have to have like a a solid spiritual connection or a solid? Um, I want to say like, you know how some people have like the church, mm-hmm. or you go to church together and this and this and that. But not so much in that aspect. But do you still think that some type of spiritual connection? In your relationship is important. Me and <laughs> my spouse are like two different. I want to say ideologies. Or okay. Whatever. Not saying I didn't grow up in church because I grew up in church. Me too. I was in church. <laughs> I was in youth. Everything mm-hmm. we was in Quiet. church Sunday through Sunday. And not saying that you know saying like I'm not. You're spiritual, just not that. Not a heathen, but I I am a heathen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a heathen, but at the same time, it's like I don't, I don't, I don't do the religious Mm -hmm. thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I don't the rituals that align with a mm -hmm. lot of religions. I'm more on. I'm on a spiritual path. My man understands that, Mm -hmm. and he's supportive of that. He doesn't. Sometimes he laughs and makes fun of like, oh, you ain't doing that voodoo. <laughs> you ain't doing that voodoo. Yeah, so shut up. Da, da, da. <laughs> but slow, like slowly but surely, I'm I'm opening his, his mind. mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing for Very. for me to for my for my mind to be open, but at the same time, open. You know, slowly but surely, mm-hmm. opening up his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and what to saying? see it, I have him wearing crystals. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, things like that, like burning sage yes. instance yes. he he knows the smell mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying when he smell it he knows mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying he knows the smell of uh palo santo he knows when i'm burning <gasps> something so it's like 
Yeah, they have that yeah, a couple that prays together, stays Stay together. together da, da, da. A, cu- a couple that meditates can stay together too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just you know you don't have to you know what I'm saying be in a in a religious set foundation, right? Right. In order for it, to- yeah, because I I feel like whatever draws you to together and then if you guys can find some type of common mm-hmm. space with that I think it's a beautiful thing as well um I think for me and mine's um he's kind of at the journey I was in in 2014 mm-hmm. which was like breaking away from everything you grew up knowing and then finding your own path mm-hmm. you know and that's when you kind of find like the whole self discovery type of thing, and I think that's where he basically kind of is now. He kind of inquires on some of you ain't sit him, sit him down, watch Hidden Colors with him. Oh, like how we did. Yeah. <laughs> I sit my man down and we watch Hidden Colors one, two, three, and four. Like yeah, you know, it. I might need to, um, I might need to uh, introduce him to Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors did change my life. Mm, it did. <laughs> Ain't, ain't been the same since. Ain't been the same since. Girl, we went to that um, art place. What was it? Uh, Pan Africa. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had already seen Hidden Colors, but we wanted to go there and to see everything that they had there, and then to, uh, then to watch it there too. And we watched it, and we were like, I just remember you. <laughs> you wanna know what I remember? What you said the most? He was like, oh, my gosh, I went to Thomas Edison school, and you mean to tell me he did not invent? <laughs> Bro, I was, I was She's like, I am hurt. Like, I am hurt. I'm, I was appalled. <laughs> After that, I was like, yeah, fuck, fuck y'all, fuck them, and fuck they. Like, okay, Chanel, and I think this is with everybody. When you're going through that, mm-hmm. the emotions. It's a bitch, ain't it? It and is. One of the, and one of the biggest emotions you feel is like betrayal. Mm-hmm. You feel like everybody just betrayed you because you're like, all this information was right here. And what you mean y'all teaching me something different? Like, and you can always tell when people are at their beginning stage. Because they, they so are, confrontational. They, oh, my God. They always <laughs> at a tech. I was like, man, let me tell y'all been here. It, trust me, it gets better. It gets like, better. It gets better. You're going to be so relieved. Once you get that out of your system, you're not going to be on social media going back. You're not. You're not. Because I remember Adam Ra, right? And, and you know, he's retarded. But I remember to this day, I cannot tell you how I became friends with him. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird that when you change energies, mm-hmm. you start attracting and connecting to the people on that same wavelength. Right. So I don't even know how we became friends. But I remember, like, me being at that beginning stage. And, you know, he's like expert in this yeah. you know and so I remember like him just talking to people and I remember saying to him I cannot wait <laughs> to get to work why how are you so at peace right. why, why are you not like cause for me I was just like what you yeah. especially some Hebrew like oh my god uh, Hebrew Israelites yeah but <laughs> that was my main competitor right <laughs> just going back and forth going back and forth and then like it's just all of a sudden one day you wake up and it's not heavy like that no more and you just scroll just scroll past you just like 
this fool here. All right. <laughs> right. You know, so it's a beautiful transformation. Mm-hmm. But just because it's beautiful doesn't mean it's hard. Right. You know, it's it's beautiful because you see the evolution of it mm-hmm. and how you begin and then how you end up. And you're still in the process. Right. right? So to see your path move. But it is not for the week, girl. It is not. It is Lord, not. it's not for the week. Especially if you come from a family that I'm I'm thankful that even though my family's just hundred percent Christian, that they still respect my choice. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't bash me for my choice. You know what I'm saying? But it's still like it's it's kinda hard to to turn that off mm-hmm. when you're when you're in the environment. I just got used to being called crazy. Oh, that's why like, I just told you I'm a heathen. I I accepted that <laughs> it's one. Crazy, <laughs> hey, you know I I'd mean, rather be called crazy than a fool. Listen, <laughs> and then and then the whole crazy part is you always crazy about things that people don't know, mm-hmm. right? Like people always call you crazy on things they never researched. It's like but how you calling me crazy and you ain't never looked this shit up, right? Maybe if you look it up too, right? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? send you some. Resources. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> Starting with hidden colors. Okay. Hidden colors. Yeah. They're so, coming out with a new installment too. Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. It's been like five years since they had one. I think the last one was like, what, four? Mm-hmm. Five? Yeah. But it's called um, something. Breaking the Buck, I think that's oh, the name. Oh, shit. Oh, oh that's, that's, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. that's going to be heavy. Yeah. Because that sounds like slavery. <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 cover looked heavy. I was like, oh. That sounds like we finna dive into some slave shit. Because that was basically the thing they did, right? Mm-hmm. Me and Mom me and just had that conversation about that, about them taking the biggest and the strongest and yeah. breaking them and just like... You you see this? What you think is going to happen to you? Type of scenario. Yeah, Whew, breaking the book. Breaking the book. That's that's that's. Mm. I gotta see it. Um, I know I probably will watch it. I think I'm I'm kind of beyond the hurt part mm-hmm. that I could I could watch it and okay. I, yeah, I'm gonna be angry. Yeah. I'm yeah, having emotions. I have a lot of. I still have a lot of indoor anger. I, I'm still have a lot of emotions, but I'm not at that stage where I'm surprised. Right, right. Nothing yeah. can surprise me yeah. anymore. At this moment, yeah. I, I feel like I'm there too. At this moment, there's nothing that can surprise me. You know, mm-hmm. I've done too much research and un, you know, looked under too many rocks right. to, <laughs> to see this. You know, yeah. that I can see. So. You know, even like when you talk about the whole crystal thing, I have to get more from you because mine said that he wanted a crystal necklace. No, he wanted a necklace? I was like, you want a crystal necklace? I got okay, you. Baby. I got you. I'm, I'm, get I'm you making rings now. And I want that too. So I'm making rings. And <laughs> I just been. Uh, I need more shirts. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of, I I'm kind of allowed to wear my shirts now. Oh, you can wear a shirt now. <laughs> I had a funny story <laughs> about the Sage Crystals and Trap Music shirt. Like that was the best seller. But I got hit with a. Uh, cease and desist. No. Yeah. From this company, um, I forgot the name, but they messaged me and it was like, even though my shirts like they were similar, mm-hmm. it was mine was a slightly different, mm-hmm. but it scared me, and I stopped. I just discontinued the shirt. Oh shit! But I think I'm gonna bring it back. <laughs> 
Because as I researched it, I'm like, bitch, I sure wasn't even really the same. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. and I'm a small business. I'm not mm-hmm. even your competition. Mm-hmm. You're like way up there. And I'm like, I'm still down here. Let me sell my shirt. Right. This shit is on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to bring those shirts back too. Um, yeah, for sure. Cause I was like, um, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, dang, cause all I have is this one mm-hmm. and then the, uh, amethyst one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need more crystals. I can't, you said rings. Oh. So I'm definitely, um, um, yeah, I make rings. I can do the, um, the crystals, the wrapped in copper. Oh yeah. I yeah, can yeah, make yeah. those now. And of course, I still do the bracelets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I have spears. I'm I'm gonna add some more stuff to my inventory. Yeah, and I and some sage. I need I, some sage. I should have brought your sage. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I need and, sage. I need some more sage because Lord. Um, actually, I was in LA and we went to this crystal store. Like mm-hmm. it was by this um, shoe store he wanted to go to. So we went to the crystal store. And I bought um, a sage with um, the Palo Pinto in it, Palo Santo in it. And then I bought um, a crystal as well, a little stone. And don't you know I can't find it? Neither one of them. I, I swear to God, I packed it. They said crystals, once they serve their purpose, they leave you. I just bought them. You didn't serve me no purpose. I just purchased. Oh my, that's crazy. Cause I mean, literally, like I put it. He was like, "Well, you put it in that one bag," and I was like, "Yeah, I looked in there. There's it's." I had a I'm like girl, somebody stole it. Um, she bought a chakra pendant mm-hmm. from me, and she was like, she had it for months, and um, she messaged me. She was like, "Hey, my pendant broke." And I was like, what? She was like, I don't know how. It just cracked. But crystals crack. You know what I'm saying? Once they're serving their purpose, Mm. they will crack on their own. They will disappear. They will leave you once it's... And because it was a chakra pendant, Mm -hmm. the part of the pendant that broke off was like the sacral part. (sighs) And I was explaining to her, I'm like, your sacral... It's healed. You know That's what I'm crazy. You no longer need that. That's crazy. That's why it's broken. It no longer is. The rest of the pendant still held together. Yeah. Because those, those still haven't been you, healed yet. Yeah. And like once that part of your, your um, chakra is balanced, it no longer serves its purpose. That's crazy. I did not know that. Absolutely, girl. I was like. Uh, that, that actually just started to make me remember because I didn't lost so many <laughs> I lost so many stones and crystals over yeah, the years. Once, yeah, once they, um, I bought a chakra kit, uh, kit one time, and I always keep it like in my purse, never touch. I keep it mm-hmm. in the pouch mm-hmm. or whatever. Only time I took them out was to charge them, mm-hmm. but I would always keep them in the pouch and put them in my mm-hmm. purse. And don't you know, one day I opened this pouch, it was gone, and like two, three stones was only left. I'm like, yeah, I kid you not, because. I I started collecting them. Do you remember um my the the guy that I used to know in L A J Mercer? Mm-hmm. So he's the one that really initially got me on like stones and crystals and mm-hmm. stuff. And so he gave me a few, mm-hmm. and I used to do the same thing. I I, I had this little uh, 
a little purse, a little, uh, what do you call a common purse? Is that you wrap around your your shoulder, a little pouch purse? Um, no, I'm, shoulder mom. bag, shoulder shoulder bag. Yeah, that girl, my mom. <laughs> and I used to have it in there, mm-hmm. so I had those in there, and then I went to Costa Rica. And I bought some more crystals in Costa Rica's, and I had it that in there as well. And one day I went in there, and they were gone. Gone. I can't, I I I'm like, where am I? Like, it was like I looked around all around my room and everything, but I'm like, there's no way there could be anywhere else but in my purse. I don't right. take them out, and I travel with them. I mean, I keep with my purse because I travel with them, you know. So the fact that you said that, I'm over mm. here like, girl, I remember that one time. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get my hands on some Maldivite soon they said Maldivite I'm scared what is that Maldivite it's a crystal it's like a little green emerald looking crystal but they said it clears everything wait because the one that I got that I cannot find make people cry it's like a like it's it's like a turquoise it's green like an emerald oh okay so my, no the one mm, I had was kind like of clear turquoise color yeah it's like a clear look it's expensive though okay so, okay, so I definitely need to get that <laughs> yeah very expensive but very like one of the most powerful like mm. it'll clear some shit so is it like a detox not like a detox like if you're doubting having doubts about something mm, okay. if something is in your life that shouldn't be there it will, it's it gonna will. get rid of it. Mm, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Have you ever done um, honey jar? Haven't yet, but I have been charging some adventuring mm-hmm. for about almost a month now. Oh, okay. But I'm actually I'm just waiting for the the next full moon, mm-hmm. and then that following Monday because you know you're supposed to do. Uh, Money spells yeah. on Mondays. Yeah. So that following Monday, I'm going to do the... Fortune one. Yeah, I have a lid, like the little bitty tiny jars. Mm-hmm. And make a necklace and do the necklace. Oh, you're going to do it in a necklace? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I done a honey jar for the first time. Mm-hmm. The full moon we had, the blue moon we had on Halloween of mm-hmm. 2020. How'd it go? Um, Shane put me at North Star, put mm-hmm. me on it. Because uh, I was like, what should I do for the for this like moon, super moon, whatever. And he was like, uh, do the honey jar. I was mm-hmm. like, well, what's the honey jar? He was like, go Google it. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, my, they don't ever tell me that they tell me to search everything. So I was like, oh, whatever. And I did. I was like, oh, this, so I started like watching YouTube videos. And like I was telling my mom too, I was like, I don't mean to be like biased, but when it comes to like YouTube videos, I will only watch black women. Right. And it, <laughs> and, and it's just, for me, it's just like, well, I connect with, I'm a black woman. I connect with, you know, on mm-hmm. a, on a spiritual level, I connect deeply with black women. So I do that. And, um, I saw this one woman do a honey jar and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna do this. And I went and got all the ingredients. You, you know, you're not, you're not going to be surprised, but a lot of the ingredients, like different herbs I got was from, um, this, um, religious um, Mexican religious store because mm-hmm. you know a lot of their stuff come from a lot of African stuff anyway. So I got all the ingredients like the lavender flower, like the the lavender uh, herbs, mm-hmm. and um, I got rose, pure rose uh, petal oils, and then I got like jasmine and all that kind of stuff, and did everything I was supposed to do and write on the piece of paper the way you're supposed to write and all Your this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
write your intentions or whatever. And I anointed my candles and all that, whatever, whatever, whatever. Did everything. And you know what, honey jars, they always tell you a things will come in threes or your what you are conjuring up will come in threes. So it might be three weeks, three months or not, you know, it'll be or six to nine months, something like that. And I did everything and slowly I was starting to see little stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, you just want to see this shit. So you, you tripping. My chant came into full fruition. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything I said, and those chants happen. I got wow. it. It took. Well, we'll have to talk. Yeah, we just have to talk off air. But it took uh, November, December, January. Four or five months. Yeah. Because it's honey. So, you know, honey moves slow. But mm-hmm. it's efficient. Right. Yeah. I was like, okay, so the next one I'm going to do is money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Monty, Monty. You know, and you know, um, ching, ching, ching. Those yeah, money tree. you know, prosperity, <laughs> and you know, and every time the ching money comes to me, listen, <laughs> listen. I am now a full, a full believer in that, and just doing something so simple as that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I tell people like, it's cool to pray because I, I still pray. It's cool to pray, but I'm like, you can make a lot of things you want happen on your own. Yeah. There's this, um, there's a meme going around. It's like, oh yeah, manifestation is cool, but you can't, um, you can't, you can't override God, what, what God already has. But how do you know that? How do you know what God already has for you? But, but I'm like, people pray for miracles from God. Yes. People, yes. when you pray. And is that override? When you pray and you end it with amen and it is so, that's uh, like saying, I say, yes. oh, it be. I tell people, like, you know how we so indoctrinated into things? That's, like, I went to my ex, my mom, I said. Guess what? That's a spell. Yes. I told my mom the other day. Manifesting. I told my mom the other day, I said, do you even know why we say amen? <laughs> like, do you even know where it come from? You know, like, we mm. so indoctrinated things, we don't even question, we just do right. it, you know? I'm like, don't you know, like, there was Amen Ra and Amen, like, there there mm-hmm. were, like, different um, um, gods and stuff that, why we say those things that come from Africa that has nothing to do with the church. Right. At all. And I was like, that's yeah, y'all. And so it is. And so when you hear pictures say, and so it is. Yeah. So that's, it is. that's Ashe. Yes. That's, that's Ashe. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. <laughs> like, that's what that is. You felt like, you can't be. You're sealing the, you, you, it's like, it's like you still, said, that's manifestation. Yeah. You're sealing it. You're speaking it into mm-hmm. existence. That's and like, so getting, be it. Like, that's like putting a stamp on your mail. Yeah. <laughs> you're sealing it up. You're sending it off. And that was just one of those posts that I just scroll past. Yeah. Because I'm you just. You ain't got the energy for it. <laughs> I'm just beyond. <laughs> I'm beyond that, this part. Beyond that part. My journey where I no longer have to. Entertain. I don't no longer. Or have, speak your piece. Yeah. And I don't have to go back and forth. Yeah. I don't have to do that no yeah. more. It so feels just, good. It feels great. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Scroll. I'm with, Keep scrolling. I'm with that too. Um, yeah, you know, um, people just don't. People, I said, like I told my mom, I was like, she was like, I never thought it like that. She was, I was like, Mom, when you put letters together to make words, what are you doing? She was like, I don't know what am I doing. Like you're spelling. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, spell. And she was like, I ain't never thought of it like that. 
I was like, hidden in plain sight, right? <laughs> I was like, I be telling that one in there. I'm like, yeah, everything, everything is witchcraft, whether you mm-hmm. want to believe it or not. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's just we've been conditioned to think it's evil, mm-hmm. and it's it's the way of the world. We all we all do. We're all doing spells every day. Mm-hmm. We write things down. When, when you're drinking the blood of Christ and eating the flesh, <laughs> that's a ritual which leads, which is a spell. Oh, a ritual is a spell. Book of Psalms, Book of Psalms. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to tell somebody that one time. I was like, you know, Book of Psalms, no, but spells, right? No, it's spells not. And rituals, it, 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 okay. I still need that book from you, though. <laughs> it's, it's very much a spell book and it is full of rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's something we'll. Well, we'll touch on that. Yeah, spiritual conversation we have on the next podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we got some, uh, we got some really stu- good, good things coming. Um, I'm, I'm excited. Season two, our equipment, we sound legit. I know. <laughs> upgrade, baby. Let me upgrade you. We ain't upgraded, guys. We got headphones. We got mics and everything. Oh, shout yeah. out to Chanel and got the, got the full. Production going you know, on. Shout out to Chanel. She got her stuff together. She was getting her stuff together. She getting her sponsorships and look. And uh, we got visuals coming. So yeah. we gonna start doing guest appearances, mm-hmm. getting other people's opinions on things. And I, wasn't we gonna like also have people to be able to, like we'll post a question and and be able to pull people's um yeah we're gonna do start doing a, um more interactive yeah mm-hmm. um shows with with um invite our audience in and yeah. get their opinions and things yeah. like that maybe start going live I don't know yeah yeah I think because yeah. I think we can get there yeah I think kind of lives like kind of take away from the audience and people actually like watch radio. it live yeah. and then they don't want to go click and yeah. click on the link mm-hmm. and listen so mm-hmm. but I do uh, we are going to go visual yeah so. and I think I think um maybe on the next podcast we'll touch on um I think that one post was about were you silenced as a kid oh yeah definitely up. yeah that would definitely be on our next yeah next show so. um a lot of us were you mm-hmm. know, be seen, be, be seen, not heard type of, type right. of vibe. So definitely have a lot to unpack with yeah. that one. And just in general, in regards to, cause a lot of times we feel like relationships, um, past relationships hinder us. Yeah. And sometimes it could be our childhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And non childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. friendships mm-hmm. family all of that so we're definitely unpacking yeah that, all of it so. plays a factor in how you think as an adult you know especially if you know you've never did any type of therapeutic mm-hmm. things to reprogram or you know the way that you think because you know we've kind of touched on therapy before but you know Different type of therapy kind of opens up your perspective on things that you thought was um, normal. Right. That really isn't. So we definitely got. Yeah, this kind of touches on generational stuff too. Yeah, definitely going to dive deep into that and unpack a lot of that. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> that may be a series. <laughs> you know what? We might need to make that a series. That, that may have to be a series. 
Like, cause it's a lot. Yeah. It's heavy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we might need to make that a series and start bringing on guest appearances mm-hmm. for people to speak their experiences. Their truth. Mm-hmm. And let people unpack too. Cause, yeah. cause that's their all need to imp- unpack. Cause girl, growing up as an 80s baby. Girl. We, I think the 80s baby are, we, we, we come, we're the era of first and last. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our era is so different. It's so weird. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That we kind of, and we kind of encounter a lot of things that other generations never did. You know, right. other generations had drugs like heroin and coke and stuff like that, but it wasn't on the same level as like, when you consider yourself 80s baby coming the crack epidemic, you right. know what I'm saying? Like that was a whole nother level of drugs and we kind of come out of that, you know? So with, you know, most of us maybe not having fathers and, and trying to find yourself and then rape culture and yeah. gangster. It was, it's a lot of things that kind of formed us from 80s babies to 90s kids that we carry into our adulthood today that are not healthy. Mm-mm. We're traumatized. We are very traumatized. And we're we don't even know it. We don't know it. That's the scariest part. It is. Mm-hmm. And some people snap. And then you're like, uh, like yeah. and what the fuck is going wrong with you? Yeah. Nobody knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. But yeah, definitely. We can definitely, we can get that series going and bring people in and just get that going. Because like I said, that's a lot to unpack. Yeah. We might. Yeah. I think I like the vibe of making that series. Yeah, so we definitely, uh, we're back on season two, next episode. Season two. You can follow me on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you say you're fully back on Twitter. I'm fully back on Twitter. Yeah, she um, follow her, guys. She be going viral a lot these days. There's my look up. I'm, I'm like, damn, Chanel. Facebook. Again? Bonita Applebaum. Um... That pretty mother, that pretty MF. <laughs> I'm on a clubhouse under the uh, Urban Gypsy, and we're on all platforms. What's your What's your social medias? My social media is Nubian Soul underscore two times for Instagram, and um, my name on Facebook. I haven't um been able to have an alternative name on Facebook, but <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, they won't let you change it. I have not changed my name in eight, nine years. And they still won't let me do it. I'm over Facebook, but that's another that's another. Subject. Oh, I told you if they chopping me in jail because I said I hate you Negroes. <laughs> and I was like, well, hell, I'm a Negro too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Y'all need some black people on y'all platform. Uh, I mean, behind the scenes because y'all do not know the, the, the black lingo. Right. But um, you can say a lot of other stuff, but you... Okay, whatever. But anyway, so yeah, my Marshan Briggs as far as um Facebook, but you probably get more interaction out of me on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Yeah. Do me so underscore twice. But I think um I I think I'm gonna go back to to Twitter. Like I I'm on Twitter like every other day just looking around. I may not mm-hmm. be interactive, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go back to being fully interactive on Twitter like I used to be. Yeah, Twitter got fleets now. Yeah, you girl. can voice man. You yeah, can say, you can do everything on Twitter now. Twitter and Twitter and Twitter don't um don't don't censor you. They don't censor you. Like girl, you know they do porn and everything on Twitter. So. <laughs> it's the new Tumblr. <laughs> it's a new Tumblr. <laughs> it's a shiny new Tumblr. It's a new Tumblr. They got everything on Twitter now. So I think I'm gonna start being more fully 
interactive on Twitter because Facebook is just taking me down. Yeah, Facebook is just out of there. And Black Twitter is so much funnier. Anyway. It is. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, guys, that's until the next episode. Bye. Bye.